Okay, so welcome to Cursed. I'm Bones and or Josh. And today I'm joined by Sharice Williams. Um, you've, If you listen to Hex Files, you've probably heard her on. We did an investigation over there with a uh, mutual haunted doll. We've have done we've done two now, but um, you've not been on Curse, so it's no. I'm glad to have you because we have very very many shared interests and uh, practices. I think yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I think so. Got a lot in common. I guess you would call it. You wouldn't even call it an article, like a story, a piece. Yeah, I've been referring it to as a piece. It sounds very formal <laughs> and professional. Yes, I have a piece in the feminine macabre journal. So. I think that's what you're talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, so other than that, um, I I don't remember. Do you have a blog? I'll edit all this, but I actually do have another book. I don't share about it and I need to edit the book. Um, it's <laughs> called The Goddess Life and I wrote it four years ago. It's on Amazon if you want to get it. Okay. Um, but, and I love the book and I'm proud of it because it was the first thing I wrote and I self-published it. But I work with the chakra system in my own personal practice, but mm -hmm. since the time of that writing, I've decided I don't feel comfortable like teaching on the chakra system because that's not right. my, I'm a white woman. So <laughs> from <Yeah>. America. <laughs> so <laughs> I do want to kind of edit the book and like take that out and kind of switch it up. But as of right now, it is on Amazon. So I do have that. And then a book. Did you see I announced my new book that I'm writing? <sighs> God, probably I missed it because I have not been taking a break from social media, but I have been overwhelmed with it. So oh, it's a lot. Um, I'm writing a book on witchcraft and ghost hunting. It's called The Witch's Guide to Ghost Hunting. So oh my God, no, I definitely missed that. I'm excited. I, I'm oh, I can't wait. I just need to finish it. <laughs> right. Um, which is funny because uh, I've had friends or people say like, why don't you write one like one that's a lot of work that I don't know that I'm willing to do and I was like I don't think I have much to add to the witchcraft and I was like but it would be nice to have more paranormal books so here you are filling the filling the gap because I'm yeah. not aware other than like you know spirits get mentioned in a lot of witchcraft books but yeah. um investigating especially not from a paranormal side but from like a witch too um yeah I'm that's why I wanted to write this because I'm like like you said, in a lot of the witch books, there's always a chapter on like spirit communication or maybe some graveyard work or something. And then even in ghost hunting books, like ghost hunting 101, they'll have like a small section of like spiritual practices or whatever. But as far as I know, I haven't come across a completely comprehensive like ghost hunting merged with witchcraft. So I... If uh, Wiser, Llewellyn, and Rockpool Publishing are listening, please get back to my proposal because <laughs> yeah. this book will be amazing and you guys want to um, I don't have many strings, but I'll pull the two I have. No, <laughs> I don't have anybody with, other than like knowing people on the peripheral, I don't <laughs> know um, anybody there, but um, I mean, they seem to accept good things. So hopefully they'll, yeah, yeah they'll pay attention, but yeah. Um, it happens it happens if not i'll just self-publish it so yeah either way this book is being birthed into the world in some way or another you can't so. stop it uh it's happening but uh i i just had jay allen cross on um and we were talking about um because he practices and um investigates at the same time and we were talking about how we wish there was more um because there's a lot of healing and understanding and communication that you get from somebody who's a practicing witch that you might not get from somebody who's not. Yeah, um, That's not to negate anybody's work, even if you're a witch and you don't really use witchcraft and you're investigating or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, I think there's a special, like we walk that liminal space. So yeah. there's that special um, kind of have you read part of what I've written already? Because you're like, I'm going to give away too much. But yeah, I, there's a whole little section about like the role of the witch and you are nailing it. Well, um, that's what happens when you do this shit and you're a witch. Like it, <laughs> uh, to us, it seems normal, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. to other people, it might not. And we, I think we need more witches. So it would be good I to have a, a book that bridges those two. Mm -hmm. Um specifically and not just like oh you want to work with spirits here's a spell like yeah no here's how to do this and not be ghost adventures um exactly. <laughs> it's a merging of the two which actually you mentioned the feminine macabre i have a, another piece coming up in volume two and it specifically talks about 
how my whole spiritual practice and my witchcraft or my spiritual practice and my ghost hunting techniques have completely changed once I like started to merge the two. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, I'm, I'm very spiritually connected and my witchcraft practice is like literally just a part of my daily life. Um, but I'm also very grounded as well. Like I'm not like, I like kind of proof, I guess. And, you know, so I'm very level-headed, but right. also very out in the clouds too. Which is kind of what we talked about um, in the last episode, just briefly was, okay, like you have the paranormal teams that just want proof, but they're not actually going to help mm-hmm. like mediate between the living and the spirits. And maybe those spirits need help. Mm-hmm. And then you, um, you also like, I, I try to be very scientific too. And I think we share a lot of the same ideas about like, we want proof and we want to verify what we're doing, but we also, yeah. like I joked in the last one, like, um, I think, you know, you try to do scientific, but then you do witchcraft. It's so ingrained that you stop, you stop to thinking like, oh yeah, other investigators don't necessarily yeah. whip out their tarot deck, um, <laughs> and, or, you know, try to, um, spiritually communicate with Bigfoot, you know, you just don't, yeah. but I think, yeah, it's like, it's hard, it's hard to be scientific and think, right, I need this proof, and then it's like, oh my god, the proof we got was like, I astral traveled and hung out with Mothman, and they're like, wait, (laughs) that's not proof, and it's like, (laughs) yes, it is, (laughs) yes, it is, (laughs) right, yeah, Um, I struggle with that so much sometimes, and then also, like, this is my own hang-up, I think, but I don't know, maybe you feel this as well, of the need to like be taken seriously in the paranormal field. So like, I, I don't want people to look at me like, oh, she's just some crazy lady that talks to trees. <laughs> like, right. I mean, that is part of me, but I don't know. So I, I'm always afraid of like being judged of being like too kooky, but yeah. I'm shedding that this whole eclipse season. I've, yeah, I've started. I, um, if like, you've listened to Hex Files, you know, we don't take it seriously. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but that's what, um, that's what we were worried about because, you know, uh, it started on here and then it was like, well, um, moving the investigations and stuff to Hex Files podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you listen to Curse and you're like, shit, like they've really gone downhill on the investigating part. No, it's a, it's just its own thing now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in between, it's like we like to have fun and we like to drink and talk about goofy stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, yes, we have a sense of humor. The same thing with witchcraft. We try not to take ourselves too seriously, but when you go on investigation with us, we are very serious because um, we're respectful and all that. But, you know, when you talk about it after, I don't, I was always, and I'm like, fuck it. You know, people understand that we're genuine. And if it doesn't come across that way, we're doing something wrong. And we just have to stop being um, that imposter syndrome of like, we're not uh, as qualified as somebody else. That's it, the imposter syndrome, which is so dumb. But it's hard to do it with investigation because everybody's gonna be a little bit different. You can't, Mm -hmm. there's not a control. There's not a good measure. I mean, we sent um, two dolls between multiple people and we got different things and we got similar things. And some of us had good experiences. Some of us had bad experiences. Somebody like you had good luck. Yeah. Somebody like us were like, we don't really know because we've got the other doll. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, we've got, we just yesterday got in two very spirited dolls from a shop in Canada who had to rehome them. Oh, are Um, those the pictures that Tamara sent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're like the, um, they're, I guess they're like porcelain dolls. They're the ones that creep me out more than like Betty. Um, And so apparently they like to be together, but not too close, but not too far apart. So we're going to have to find that. I mean, basically. So they were like, we put them in an energetic hibernation for shipping and um, they don't like to be closed off. So we got them and um, we're going to do uh, this. Will, I think this episode, I'll do, we'll do a break over the summer because we have a trip coming up we can talk about. Um, but yeah, if you're a patron, you'll see doll stuff. You'll see <laughs> asylum and jail stuff that we're going to be doing behind the scenes before we even talk about it. So um, sign up this summer. We're going to... Um, be act more active on Patreon than we are on here. So, uh, but that's exciting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, until you, until <laughs> it was you and Amanda that got, that's how we found. And if you'll listen to the Hex Files episode with you about the doll, but that's how we kind of met and got into this whole thing. And now mm-hmm. it's like, 
there's three doll haunted dolls in this house now and i would have <laughs> never thought i would have a doll so i kind of blame you and amanda um oh, you're welcome <laughs> now we're like the home for wayward dolls <laughs> So everybody listening, if you have a creepy haunted doll, just send it their way. That's how we got it. We had a listener who sent a message and said, hey, I know somebody near me in Canada that has these dolls are trying to rehome. And I thought you two would be perfect. So we were like, did not plan to be those people. But we're also like, come children. <laughs> come little children. Um, you guys can have a whole like haunted doll museum. That can be your thing. Yeah, uh, the when maintenance comes out, they're probably like, yeah, okay, the bones, the Ouija boards. Now there's more dolls. I don't know who lives here. They're gonna stop coming. They're gonna be like, uh, we don't want to enter that house. Yeah. Are you gonna fix the washer or not? No. <laughs> um, but uh, you, you're the doll that you had. It ended up with you at the end, mm -hmm. but then you had to you it you weren't. It was yeah. freaking your family out a little bit. <laughs> my family's pretty open and accepting to my shenanigans and my weirdness. <laughs> but yeah, they were like, mm, <laughs> how long is she going to be here? Like, they're okay with it as long as it's a visiting doll, I guess. But oh, you didn't tell us this one was staying. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, uh, how long is she going to be here? I was like, she lives here. And they're like, mm. <laughs> um, does <No>. she? <laughs> does she have to? <laughs> Right. So, oh, it's like, like well, go to her. Next mommy's year. doing good with her tarot business when yeah. she's here, so she's staying. <laughs> I know. Oh, maybe I can, um, because she is with Hannah. Maybe I can just like video chat with Hannah and have her, yeah, video the doll for me, and I can have a conversation with her. <laughs> well, you know, originally with these dolls, we were thinking like maybe we didn't know that we could keep both, and they're like, no, they don't like to be too far apart. And we're like, okay, we don't want to split up the couple, and. <laughs> But they also like need their own space. And then um, we were like, oh, what if we could send them around? But they don't really like to be moved all that much. So we might have to do like a, a Zoom meetup investigation, like SDs across. Yeah, with I'm them. down. Um, I'm always down for that. I'm yeah, we're anxious to see how active it gets. Um, yeah. And um, my brother's going to be house sitting and pet sitting when we go to um, Indiana. So <laughs> he'll be like, oh, great. You've got more. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend it's the cat um, if you see movement it's the cat it's fine right um but the other thing I wanted to have you on cursed for is because you're a witch and you do the paranormal stuff but you're also a follower of Hecate yes. um I love her. so I want to know which came first for you did you find Hecate before doing investigating or did you investigate find Hecate or a third option mm. um did it always just kind of blend together? Because that's my option. Like it just yeah. always kind of. Um, well, the paranormal has, was my first true love. So I've been into ghosts and everything creepy literally since like as long as I can remember. Um, so that was first. And then I've always been into like spiritual, like witchy stuff, but not like officially witchcraft until I was 18. And Hecate really didn't come around completely until like three years ago. But it's funny because now looking back throughout my whole life, I'm like, oh, she's always been there. I just, I don't know if I was just not ready to see her. And I remember when I was first really learning about witchcraft and stuff and I was learning about different deities and it was like a lot of witches gravitate towards Hecate. She's, you know, the mother of witches. And I was like, I'm going to be different from other witches then. And I like kind of actively <laughs> didn't want to focus on her because, you know, the basic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thankfully, she, I don't think she took major offense to that. Um, but yeah. So, like, yeah. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Yeah. She's like, I know you. It's fine. Oh, uh, everybody wants to be different, but I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it is really weird, like, looking back, there's just a lot of, like, synchronicities and things that I'm like, oh, like, clearly you were there, and I was meant to really connect with you, and um, yeah, it was about two or three years ago that I really was like, all right, let's do this, like, I'm gonna actively start working with you, and speaking with you, and everything, and welcoming you into my practice, and my life, and it's been awesome. Yeah, that's, um, I would, I've had paranormal experiences my whole life. Uh, my family, even though most of them are like um, 
Christian based, they have always, and that was something I'm happy about. Um, aside from the indoctrination, <laughs> that wasn't pushed too hard on me. Um, it, it was more like they were always open to the paranormal, which was, which was nice because we had a lot of loved passed on loved ones who interacted with us and gave us signs and stuff. And it would be a shame to have not grown up with that mm -hmm. and being so accepting of it. Um, but I was always the weird kid and I always liked um, that stuff. And then I came across Hecate and kind of got out of the investigating, focused on witchcraft. And then it wasn't until coming back and being like, these could work together. And then thinking, well, Hecate is, you know, but it's the same thing. When I found Hecate, I was like, oh God, I was like Gnostic. I was like, am I about <laughs> to call on a deity to um, help me remove a spirit, uh, like a restless spirit from an, a place I rented? And <laughs> I guess those, like those actually did thinking about it now, like, oh shit, that the paranormal work actually tied me to her. Mm -hmm. And this was probably 11 years ago. And it's kind of funny because like those two didn't click in my brain at the minute. But when I did find her, I was like, oh shit, here's all these signs like my whole life. Right? Um, Isn't that so like I get right. goosebumps. It's so awesome. Yeah. I think it's funny that I see your like owl tattoos and like oh yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got one on each arm. They're not Oh, so I love it. Yeah, there's the Hecate one. Aww. Um, but yeah, I think there's like uh, a lot of uh, similarities between um, what who the Hecateans I've talked to and how mm -hmm. she comes about and then them kind of feeling like, I feel like I've been kind of leading the way to this or following oh. this. And I had no clue it was, but she's not pushy, like yeah. not super pushy. She's, I mean, it's kind of like take it or leave it. Yeah. But also like, you know, it's here's like this shit. Show up for people who aren't going to actually like, care or put in the work and I think that's why right. she wasn't like really you know smacking me upside the head like I'm here focus on yeah. me she was like she's not ready so it's fine I'll be here when she is because right. <laughs> she doesn't want to waste her time and energy so right who does <laughs> right um, but <laughs> yeah it was woman. <laughs> and this was like I would say probably when I started researching Hecate it was it wasn't as prevalent. So I'd never heard of that. And I actually, actually started like working with her before I even started like practicing witchcraft mm. because I was like, oh shit. Like now I feel like I didn't like devote at first, but I was like, now that I've got this help, I feel like this urge to keep going down this rabbit hole. And mm. um, yeah, that's been that ever since. And, but like, I guess it was, I, I was working with a spirit familiar, which I didn't know at the time was a familiar, um, long before any of that. And then after everything clicked, everything fell into place, it's like, now you've got some work to do um, with that. So it's been, it's been fun. Um, it's been interesting. But um, lately, I've been like very slack on my like practice. Mm -hmm. um, and I've just, you know, you go through those ebbs and flows of feeling like super oh, witty yeah. and super not, but um, yeah, it's, it's always when I go out, I always kind of call on her. Um, I know she's got my back. I know my uh, familiar's got my back. Mm -hmm. um, I'm probably a little bit jaded and a little bit naive because I do have those bodyguards where like, I don't, I've never got used to like, like guarding myself probably as much as I yeah. should, but yeah. I'm like, I'll put my walls up and then I'm like, Y'all got me, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got my back. I'm good. Right. So people ask me, how should I protect myself? And I'm like, ooh. Uh. <laughs> uh, get yourself a good familiar and devote yourself to Hecate. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Just a little blood goes a long way. <laughs> Just press um, me on it. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all that is to say, and I don't want to, now that now that I know you're having this book, I'm not trying to like blow you up at like no, you're just talk. chapter and chapter but um what are what are some of your when you go on investigation mm -hmm. um and you're looking at it through witchcraft because how could you not what mm -hmm. are some of your um what are some of your first steps you like to do when you approach a place whether it's supposedly haunted or has a long history or it just feels weird like are there different ways that you approach knowing those or do you kind of just go in blindly and then let your senses come in um, I usually like to have like a general history of the place, just like what was this place used for historically? Was there mm -hmm. any sort of like crazy event that happened here? 
I don't always like to know specific, you know, sometimes you go to places and they give a little tour and they're like, and in this room, people experience this. And in this room, we've gotten the name Sally and like specific things like that. I don't like that because I feel like that plants crap in your mind. Yeah. Totally messes with you. And like, you're, you go into the room and you're like, oh, okay, there's Sally in here. But what if it's not Sally? And like, but you have that in your mind. And so now you're not able to like clearly tap into your intuition as well. So um, I usually, yeah, like to have the base knowledge, facts, and then as far as like the paranormal content and claims, I like to just kind of go with my own intuition and what I feel is happening in the place. Um, I think that that works well. <laughs> do you like, um, do you do any prep, like cleansing yourself? Um... Um, I'm usually, I mean, I feel like every witch kind of has their thing. Like some witches are great at love magic. Some are great at money magic and stuff. I feel like protection and cleansing is like my thing. <laughs> so I'm pretty much always just very cleansed, protected, my home, myself, everything. Um, so I don't always do something special like right before. Cause I, again, it's just every day I'm cleansing and protecting. Um, it's more so when I leave, I always just say out loud, you know, any spirits, entities, energies, you have to stay here or I don't care where you go. You're just not allowed to come with me. You're not allowed to attach to me, whatever. I pretty much say that anytime I leave, like anywhere that I've been like actively connecting to Mm -hmm. or reaching out into the spirit realm, I should say, because if I just go to a cemetery to walk around, I don't usually say that. But if I'm going to a cemetery and like actively trying to connect with the spirit, then I'm like, I feel like I gave them the opportunity to potentially follow me or something. So yeah, I just kind of lay the ground rules. Um, and then, wow, yeah, good. I was laughing so hard because I remember the first pictures of you with Betty and like, you've got her in this ring of salt. You've been like, I put protections around her. I did all this. And we're like, oh, we got her on TikTok. And we're like, look at Betty here. <laughs> And we're like, I'm like, you're going in some salt, girlfriend. (laughs) She did not like sitting in that ring of salt. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but she was like, yeah, it's a party here. It's (laughs) it's fun times. Um, And she's been really quiet. So I don't know if it was kind of like, wow, you guys are really getting expecting me to do a bunch here. I'm just kind of kind of. But we, you know, I think we all came to the conclusion that she might be a doorway and -hmm. that there was maybe a trickster involved yeah Um, and maybe left because you guys were like yeah whatever so it moved on I don't know yeah and they're like damn yeah (laughs) but what's funny is like um that's the one thing I think people don't understand when you talk about witches who want to do paranormal investigation as careful as you are and you got some heavy hitters behind you especially with Hecate Mm -hmm. and you're very mindful of all you do and you do all this you still had problems yeah, like I did with Betty. I mean, she was sitting like <laughs> my whole spiritual team was monitoring her. I felt right. like in her ring of salt, and yeah, it's still yeah, still messed with me. I right. think it's more too. I let her like I let it get to me. Well, I mean, it, it, it's like it one thing happened, and then I just was like, oh, she's right. in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I let her fuck with me, and you can't do that. She's like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, um, <laughs> pretty much. I'm like, you gotta go. But yeah, I think that's um, that's the thing is like if you if you don't let it get to you, but at the same time, like you've got all this and you're like, I was ready for her to go. We were getting irritable and mm-hmm. all that. And that doesn't necessarily mean that was influencing it 100%. But at the same time, it's kind of like, regardless of protections, like sometimes you can come up against some very like, you know, mm-hmm. formidable things. Um, and I don't think, I don't, I feel like it's more trickstery. I don't think there's any like harm to be caused, but mm-hmm. um, it's still like you don't, I mean, your house is your home and your sanctuary. You don't want to invite something in that um, isn't comfortable or isn't going to be there. Yeah. So like with us, it's like, well, we want these dolls to be happy and, but we also have to be happy. So yeah. if the dolls come in and they cause a lot of problems or they stress us out, they stress the dogs out, they don't want to be here, then we'll rehome them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we, um, they were just given to us. We didn't, they didn't charge us. They didn't pay. We didn't have to pay shipping. I imagine it was quite a bit to go through Canada to here. It's a gigantic box. They really wanted them Um, gone. (laughs) And, um, they actually have quite a few, but they said it was getting a little crowded in the shop and they felt like it wasn't fair to them. So, um, you know, it takes, 
and it's a metaphysical shop. I don't know the owners yet. They're going to send along like the story, but you know, they're obviously, they treat it with a lot of respect and, um, and care and consideration. And sometimes you find just because, you know, I'm not naming any names, but if you have a, you know, an attraction, I mean, a museum in like Vegas <laughs> or something um, with a bunch of things mm-hmm. that you're not really being taken care of. And it's just kind of a spectacle or they're fake or whatever, then yeah. um, I feel like that kind of shit is like shitting on like our experiments. But yeah. this is all to say, like, we, we, y- y'all got this doll to experiment on mm-hmm. and not like a mad scientist, but like, <laughs> let's see, it's an eBay yeah. doll. We didn't expect yeah. anything to happen. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of fun that like you and Amanda and all of our fr- like are like have that interest and in, like let's let's do the Estes method, mm-hmm. let's do this and see what we get and not tell anybody, and then um, but all of this is to say with bringing up Betty, when we got Betty, we knew only that with a basic eBay story, and that Betty was a name, and we kept hearing Betty and Betty and Betty. And it was like, we're making this up. But at some point, you just have to stop and be like, we're not. But I like to go into a place without knowing things. Because like you said, if I go in and know there's a little girl, she's dressed in white, she's got like braids in her hair, Mm -hmm. and she plays with a little red ball, and her name is Sally, guess what I'm going to fucking think about every time I try to communicate? Sally, a red ball. And so I, to me, and I know there's other people that like to go in with every little bit of history, Mm-hmm. but I can't do that because then I question myself <laughs> and I, yeah. I sabotage myself yeah it's yeah I don't it's I feel like with so much it's always like this fine line between like knowing too much information knowing not enough information you know right. like I don't know do you like to go in completely blind like not even know the history I know, no I like to know a little bit okay but maybe I should be more clear I don't like to know the paranormal history yeah i like to know that this place used to be used for x y and z okay yeah yeah people it's abandoned people come here they've had experiences um even so far as like uh the third floor like keep an eye out and feel for that because something happens up there but that's like my extent i don't want to know names i don't want to know because i will detail people get touched here yeah and then I'm gonna feel touched I'm like oh gosh what was that um and it could just be something brushed you know so I think there is something to be said about that um about going in a little bit blind Mm -hmm. not um but I don't know I I, you know I guess you get so um everybody sees tv and stuff and they usually like between editing and stuff they they give you the stories and then the stuff happens after and you can kind of piece those together but um I know myself and I would be like, did I hear Sally on the headphones? Um, yeah. Did the spirit box just say Sally? Did y'all hear that? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like to, to at least leave some of that. And um, yeah, that's that's why I think it'll be good that we're going to yeah. this place, which I don't even remember the name of this place. <laughs> we had we had Am a couple- Am I allowed to say it or are you keeping it a surprise? No, yo, you can say it. The Blackford County Jail, and there's a speakeasy right next door to it. Okay, yes. Randolph County Infirmary. I knew it was Randolph. Um, and because I was trying to, we had a couple people not be able to make it. And so I was trying to like ask a couple people and they were like, and I was like, all I know is it's in Indiana, it's an asylum. But if you say yes, like we'll get you the more, we'll get you the details. <laughs> um, just yeah, we're, we're really going random in. Random building, this haunted building. Trust right. Me. <laughs> yeah. So with that, um, you'll obviously hear about that on hex files and um, probably YouTube because you have a YouTube. You'll probably see TikToks. Um, but basically what we're going to do is go to an asylum and a jail slash speakeasy mm-hmm. and stay overnight. I love that we can sleep there. Like at the jail, we're literally sleeping in the jail cells. Yeah, so. that'll be fun. And I'm sure nothing weird will happen at all. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, and uh, these are places that uh uh, have a long history of being haunted them because mm-hmm. they're they're you're paying them to stay <laughs> in this place mm-hmm. uh, which in turn helps upkeep it and all that you know yeah. shit but um yeah I don't want to go in there I want to go in there and be like I want to have this session and be like there was a Ted in here and then it was like oh my god we had an EVP that said that instead yeah. of like that's the best like you get the like you know, you get names or dates or whatever, or even impressions. Like, I feel like there's a woman in this room sitting mm-hmm. in this chair and then you hear from people 
yeah, that's one of the claims is that a woman sits in that chair. Like, I love that because then it's so validating. Like, all right, like I'm not completely crazy and making stuff up. Yeah. You know, it's facts. So yeah. Or it's going to be like, we'll be at the speakeasy and it'll be like the shining. It was like, that bartender was really nice. I didn't even know you were going to have one out there. And they're like, what bartender? (laughs) Like, well, he made a good drink. Bartender for a hundred years. Right. Oh my God, please. Can there be a spectral bartender? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what we're thinking about driving up and uh, well, of course we're going to drive up because we're going to try to leave early and hit like um, the bourbon trail. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going to um, try to make it there um, sober and <laughs> be ready to investigate. But it's so exciting because I've never stayed overnight other than like a house or something that happens to have some activity. I've never okay. stayed overnight in a place. Um, and I feel like that's when shit's going to happen. Yeah, I um, know. Right. Because, I mean, you're sleeping. So your guard is down a little bit. Right. So, I don't think I've ever... I mean, other than like a haunted hotel here or there. That's um, true. I did. Yeah. But yeah, like a, a jail. I've never slept <laughs> in a haunted location, right. I don't think. I, <laughs> well, I think you just kind of like, you're like, well, I've never been in jail overnight. Wait, no, I've never been in a haunted jail. overnight. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to incriminate myself on my podcast and I don't expect my guests to incriminate themselves. Um, okay. No shame. <laughs> um, but it's exciting because I'm hoping um, we'll get some good footage that we can share with people. And um, I have never stayed overnight in a jail. It doesn't mean that I'm like innocent. I just never got caught doing anything. <laughs> um, well, that's not true. I just never got caught anything do at the time that I could be arrested for. <laughs> got caught after the fact <laughs> right be like no nah, it wasn't me what you've got video prove it oh you do okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll shut up then <laughs> right um but uh yeah so that's gonna be on july 5th and 6th mm-hmm. um so you probably won't hear about that from us maybe till end of august or something because you know you got to take a break sometimes mm-hmm. but um with the besides that that hasn't even happened yet you've been hitting a couple spots lately Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um yeah I tried this year to schedule like one bigger investigation each month and then just like random little cemeteries around me or abandoned mm -hmm. that I've gone to so yeah what was um what was the last place you went to um not in county, not counting, because you get like to go to a lot of abandoned houses and shit. Yeah, we're actually tomorrow. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually, I'm going, I look, I go to these abandoned places only to look for copper pipes, strip wiring. Um, I got to pay for this shit somehow. <laughs> Maybe I should start looking for copper pipes and stuff at these places. Cause yeah, investigating isn't cheap. Um, it's, it's a conduit. That's all. I was yeah. just trying to like, you know. Um, I was at Fairfield County Infirmary on June 2nd. Um, it was my second time being there. So did you have any cool experiences or? There was, so they had recently brought in a gurney from, I don't remember where they said it was originally from. It's an older gurney and they had it in this room. Um, and we did do a spirit box session and one of the spirits did not like the fact that that gurney was in there <laughs> and it was hilarious actually because we're like you know why don't you like it and it was like it's a bit much you're <laughs> <laughs> on the spirit box so the ghost was like it's a bit much <laughs> don't you think um but other than that I mean I don't know that's one of those places like so many people have so many experiences there but this mm-hmm. is my second time there and I haven't I mean no EVPs no K2 hits like pretty quiet and so I'm not saying I'm not trying to throw this place under the bus because again people have had lots of activity there but that's always interesting like have you been to locations where people are like this place is crazy with activity so haunted nothing happens like crickets and you're like what like yeah are my protections too much do I need to get rid of some tell Hecate to stay at home for this investigation or like yeah um that's what's weird to me is um, it took me a minute to realize that that wasn't a bad thing per se. Um, I would be disappointed, but um, I, the house I used to live in had so many protections on it. 
and my familiar was around and is always around. So I can feel like that. Um, she can be draining and she can be like kind of consuming and dra using all the energy. So I feel like, okay, I want her there. She's my mediator, but I also, it's trying to find that medium between how do you not let her use up all the energy that's available and let other things come through. Um, I've heard that she's intimidating. I've heard that she's not, she tries not to be um, like, you know, not to be scary unless you're trying to be, you know, negative and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it took me a while to think like, okay, doing this, um, we have a segment on hex files where we do, um, instead of B and B it's our cheesy boo and boo. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like, it just so happened where it's like, let's stay in haunted places. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, you know, the pandemic, you can't really do that, but things have lifted up now. Mm -hmm. But we stayed at the Dunhill. And although we did have some experiences, we stayed in a room that people said like, the phone rings for no reason in the lobby or like to the help desk. Mm -hmm. um, nobody stays in that room. You can hear this, this and this and nothing happened and we stayed in another hotel that was haunted and nothing happened and you know at first I used to be like well when I would go somewhere and it was didn't have much activity I'd be like well and then you have to think well these people aren't making this up but just because I didn't feel anything doesn't mean that they're not here mm -hmm. and you're taking a very small window like it's not like you're staying there for three months yeah. You're, you talk to people that work there and they experience stuff, but let's say, yeah, I've worked here five years and I've had six experiences that breaks down to maybe one a year. Right. Yeah. And so me deciding to stay at a place for one night and I don't experience anything doesn't mean that that's not haunted or doesn't mean that there's activity. It's just, you picked a slow, a slow time or something didn't want to come out or they were busy or they were doing something else. Mm -hmm. um, so it's discouraging in the sense where it's like you want something to happen, but at the same time, that's why you have to go back. And I think that's why a lot of these places, you know, people are always investigating over and over because um, you don't, you know, you I, they're not on a schedule unless it's kind of like a, um, what I, what do they call it? Like a, um, uh, you know, where they reoccur. Um, yeah, residual. Mm -hmm. That you might could say, well, you know, every Tuesday night, uh, under a full moon, mm -hmm. if it's a full moon on a Tuesday at midnight, this person's walking this um, part of the fort wall because that was their station. That's yeah. different. I don't think that's an intelligence. Uh, yeah. I think that's a residual like record playing and you kind of see a snapshot. So I think I've come across plenty of residual. I think, I mean, I, I, there's times I've gone in graveyards that the hair stands up on end the entire time. Everything feels electric. Mm -hmm. You see shadows out of the corner of your eye every which way and then there's other times where it's just so quiet peaceful yeah. um it's almost too quiet <laughs> um <laughs> and it's kind of like you know I, I just think that 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 varies um but yeah I've tried to like that's the hard part is if you don't see am I not doing it right did I not communicate to them right and it's like who am I to be so presumptuous to think that I deserve their attention when I come there like exactly. I'm asking for it um yeah. Maybe either they don't feel like being social, you know? Yeah, I've picked that up a lot at these places that are heavily investigated. Mm -hmm. They're just like, who the hell are you now? Yeah. Like, do you hear the cicada now? Right. Yes. <laughs> Let me shut the window. That is, it's like part um, right Yeah, window. you guys are having like a, a whole oh good my time. God. The whole time I'm talking to you, they're just flying past the windows. Like, it's there's so many. It's crazy. I love the sound, though. It sounds amazing. Right. Yeah, it's, um, they've actually not started here. Um, every, you know, most summers you have, you know, some, sometimes it's louder than others, but you know, in the South, that's like the summer sound is like, yeah. I think that's why I love it so much. My heart, my soul belongs in the South. And so I'm like, I walk outside, I'm like, oh, it sounds like the South. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Back to your, your point where it's like, oh great somebody else with a spirit box they're so yeah. fucking cool oh do you have a youtube too like fuck <laughs> you I, I, I can't tonight <laughs> i can't you know what i think while you were talking i think what it is is because you are heavily protected spiritually and everything i'm pretty well protected 
I think that we just aren't picking up on the random spirits. So, okay, let me back up. So, you know, whenever you are reaching out and calling out to spirits, I feel like it's sort of like shining a flashlight out into the dark and moths just come to it. So I feel like plenty of times when you're investigating a haunted location, there are spirits that may just be kind of wandering around in the area that are like, oh, we're communicating. Okay. And then they just come into the place and they're not actually there all the time. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's what it is, is people, investigators who aren't quite as spiritually protected, they're more able to communicate with just these random wandering spirits that maybe yeah. are not necessarily trickster, but just are kind of bored and like want some right. energy or whatever. Whereas people like you and me, we are kind of more protected. So we are buffering those random spirits from. And and maybe it could be too, where it's like, oh, this person, like, let's fuck with them. And it's like, oh, they're, they're here for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause you know, there are the spirits, not even like, you know, bad or trickstery, but there are the spirits that probably are like, oh my God, you're coming in my place again. I'm going to kind of creep you out. I can tell you're very scared and timid. Mm-hmm. And then we come in and it's like, you're, I'm not even fuck with y'all. Y'all ain't even going to think it's funny. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I mean, there's the theory that ghosts, like more conscious spirits need human energy, like need emotions. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, if they know right. I can really freak this person out and they're going to, you know, run screaming, like that's a nice burst of energy for me. Whereas they come up to like you or me and they're like, yeah. oh man, well, for like yeah, somebody like me, them and they're just gonna be like, oh hey, there's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, this guy drinking the espresso. Like, I need to give him energy. Like, never mind. <laughs> I'm not even gonna fuck like with. Yeah. But then we I feel like go in on our investigation in Indiana and be like, oh, I'm gonna get so scared tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Please don't scare me. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm gonna like I was gonna say we could use tomorrow as kind of like the um the carrot on a string the bait <laughs> but yeah but at the same time she would be off like oh i found these kids i was playing with like um we we're like playing hide and seek or whatever what have you guys been doing it's like what like <laughs> you'll totally go off and just start you know whatever but um yeah and i think you know but then i think let's say that we don't get those like minor experiences i feel like a witch is going to be more open to those spirits if they need help and they mm-hmm. want to communicate they're going to be able to do it more. So, you know, there's so many different kinds of spirits. And when you talk about places that maybe are busy and investigated a bunch, um, maybe they're drained. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's just draining to yeah. always do it. And you have to think like, what if you always had people coming into your place that you hang out? Like mm-hmm. some days you might be entertaining and want to host somebody or yeah. be social. And other times you might be like, get the fuck out. Oh my God. Uh, why <laughs> yeah. are y'all here? <laughs> And, you know, I think that's why, too, a lot of the time I've noticed on investigations when you aren't actively investigating and you're just kind of like sitting with the people you're with and you guys Mm -hmm. are telling jokes and laughing, like that's when a door will slam or when you're not expecting. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, you know, you're not pressuring the spirits and they're like, oh, I want to hang out and tell jokes, too. So, so we we'll have to do that on our investigation. We just won't even actively investigate. Right. No. We're, um, we'll bring Monopoly and we'll play. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like, would you stop throwing my pieces? Like, <laughs> just got boardwalk and now you're, what? Um, Ruined it. Right. But what if we, um, okay, we all have equipment. We have some of the same equipment. Mm-hmm. We share things because we're into it. But like for people that might not or looking to get into it, what is your go-to? And I know you ask this all the time on your Instagram because you have a great page. You should follow you. Um, Because like between you, Amanda, and other people, like um, you guys are really good about like giving advice or getting like people to like think about it and interact. So um, this is a question you get all the time or ask yourself, but for somebody that's starting out, which or not, what is your one piece of um, equipment that you'd be like, you need to get that and you need to use this. Your phone, your cell phone. Oh my God. Does it have to be an iPhone or an Android? Which <laughs> iPhone, Android, preferably iPhone. Cause I'm team iPhone. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Your phone. Cause I mean, it has a flashlight in case you need a light, uh, it has the voice memo. So you can use that for, to record EVPs. You have obviously your camera videos. Um, and even I don't like 
any of the ghost hunting apps I've tried are all garbage, except the Necrophonic app. I have actually had really good luck with the Necrophonic Which app. Which sounds like it would be the most fake ass right? app of yeah. them all. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I was surprised because um, I had gotten, it is more pricey for an app, I guess, because it's $9.99, but $10 is much cheaper than $70, $80, $100 for an actual spirit box. Um, yeah, Necrophonic app and then yeah, I remember it was something stupid like trying like the um, Obulus or what? what is it called? Uh, that ghost tube app. But it's or, something. Oh yeah, the Obelus where it like just spits out random words. Right, and people say like, oh, it's, it's pre-generated and it, oh. and it does it all this stuff. But when I fucking, I, I was playing with it and I turned it on, I was like, let's see what it says. And the first word it said, I was in the kitchen and it said like kitchen. And That's I was like, crazy. you, you son of a bitch. Obelisk, or are you talking about an app? The app. The, okay. But it's like the branded, uh, you know. Okay, yeah. But um, what I, <laughs> I hate that so much because I don't know that I've ever heard anybody say your favorite piece of quit or the one you should bring is your phone, but it's, of course it is. Yeah. Because yeah. you're already going to have it. It has so much stuff at your disposal. Mm-hmm. Um. I hate you because I would have thought like, Ooh, oh, I have thought of something too. our phones have compasses word. I bet you, you could use the compass and have a ghost. I mean, ghosts can fuck with magnetic crap. Maybe the ghost so, can mess with the little like pointer thingy on your compass on your phone. So with the phone, I don't know. I, as somebody who doesn't develop apps, I don't know, does the compass work magnetically or does it work on like GPS? Because when you use Google Maps, it knows where you're, but are you in the camp? I mean, if that ghost can manipulate like the necrophonic app something else, then I feel like it could, I'm going to try the compass thing. I've never thought of that. Um, Your phone is amazing. I've gotten just as many if not more evps on my phone from doing because i mean i always record like little snippets of videos for youtube right. and tiktok and stuff yeah and again when i'm not even actively investigating i'm just standing in a room quietly filming for you know 10 seconds i'll get an evp <laughs> and it's on my phone and not on my actual voice recorder so right. yeah like you're trying to do a tiktok dance and like behind <laughs> you is a shadowy figure i wish that would be awesome right. um <laughs> But, but no, yeah, I those think are like, yeah, number one, but I guess, okay. So if somebody is like, all right, well, great. I got my phone, but like, I want an actual piece of equipment. Um, very inexpensive. The cat balls, the led cat balls that are motion censored mm-hmm. that when you move, they light up. Those are great. I love those. And then I pretty much always grab my K2 meter. Like if I'm going to just go investigate somewhere real quick, I'd throw in my yeah. K2 meter. So the no. phone is like, yeah, if you, I mean, everybody uses their phone and you have to think yeah. when, when I was back and this is, I don't know, God, bef- to early 2000s, mm-hmm. um, I was using a digital camera with a thing and taking pictures and like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like, and they, even then I was suspicious of orbs being anything, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, and I don't want to rule out orbs because sometimes I'll see like when we had the flare on Betty, there was a ball of heat beside her. Yeah. I don't think all, yeah, orbs get a bad rap because it seems like people are either everything is an orb or absolutely nothing yeah. is an orb. I think that 99% of the time, yeah, it is just right. dust, bugs, yeah. moisture, whatever. I went on this you dusty road out. in the South with tons of bugs in the summer with the only light on for miles around. And yeah. I got a hundred orbs. Like, no, you didn't. You got bugs and dust. Yeah. And, um, but but you can't rule out like some things, but you'll know the difference, but I'm, yeah. I'm getting off track. But my thing was back then this camera was like, oh, you got to have your camera and your digital recorder. And I mean, I can't even tell you probably how much more advanced the camera on my phone is than that shit back in <laughs> like 2001. Yeah. Um, like the little memory card and shit, like, yes. oh my God, <laughs> um, and, and that stuff's still cool. But then like, there's some times where I'm like, I need to get a Polaroid, like the instant. Cause I want to do oh, that. Yes. Um, but to me, let's, if we take out the phone or at least you would include apps and maybe that's because my experience, like old school, but like, I think something to record, to do EVPs on, mm-hmm. because there's something about an EVP that still like a picture like you can do all this 
And if you're not saying, well, somebody was back there faking it, but when you're in the dead of night and it's quiet in a room and you get an EVP on a recording, yes, that is because even a spirit box, even if it's point ask, answering questions like to the point and being so accurate, you could still say there is like a millionth percent chance that that was just coincidence. Yeah. But when you hear an EVP, like a voice whisper in silence and you didn't hear it with your naked ear, it's it's very unsettling. It's very yeah, like nothing like it. Right. That's my favorite bit of evidence. Like I remember so forever ago, we didn't have the internet. And so the only ghost pictures and evidence I would see would be in books and stuff that I was reading. And then I remember Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. Uh-huh. He used to have, I forget their names, but it was a man and a woman. Um, and he'd have them on and they would share their EVPs from investigations. And so I remember the first time I heard like an actual ghost voice, I was like, this is the coolest thing to ever happen ever. So yeah, to this day, EVPs, anytime, even if I can't tell what the hell it's saying, I'm like, that's a voice. Like, that's so awesome. Now our, our mutual friend, um, Oh, Mark and Deanna. She sent me one of her EVPs mm-hmm. and she said, this sounded like my husband, that's creepy partner and I was going to ask because I've heard them too where like the EVP we got with Betty it was it said like door because we asked what are you Mm -hmm. but then we kind of looked at each other and we're like that was in my voice and when that happens yeah have you had a lot of mimicry because I know that's like a trickster yeah um wait no no (laughs) let me edit that out that was not that was not them more tell us sent me and Tamara, that was who told us that their partner, Mm -hmm. they heard an EVP and we were listening and the the EVP said like, more tell us. And we both heard it. Mm -hmm. Tamara heard it and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then more was like, what's odd about it is that's my partner's voice. And they were not in that room at the time. They wouldn't have been anywhere near there. And it was a security camera, like audio pickup. So the mimicry is freaky. And I wanted to get that story right. So I'll cut out the other part (laughs) where I got it wrong, but they did send me EVPs. um, And I was like, oh my God. And they're like, I don't know if I should share this. And um, because we were talking about the volume two of the feminine macabre Mm -hmm. and um, all that, but sidetrack, that was my my, like (laughs) edit to skip it. But yes, have you had any mimicry happen? Um, At Fairfield... I forget what it said. Some a voice came through the spirit box and everybody was like, that sounded like you, like me. And I was like, it did. And they're like, yeah, that completely sounded like you. I'm like, that's weird. Um, but then at Waverly Hills all night long, I audibly, you would hear like, oh, that's, you know, so-and-so. And then, nope, they're not in that hallway. They're all the way on some other floor. And that happened all night long. Like, cause we kind of split into two different groups and each group, all night would hear oh that's the other group talking they would clear as day hear like my voice Mm. or somebody else's voice so that was really weird um a weird experience for sure now what i want to do something that i've never heard anybody talk about or question other than tricksters mimicking to do you like what do you think that why do you think that is do you think it's just a scare tactic or do you think they are not impressionists, but like, let's say maybe they don't have a, their own voice. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they're using yours because they can hear it and they use it? Or do you think it's just all tomfoolery? <laughs> um, good question. I, this is why I love the paranormal and stuff. Cause it's like, yeah, no, I just thought know, about it. I just so thought like theories and like rabbit holes you can go down. That makes a lot of sense actually. So it's almost kind of like, they're not just only using your energy. I mean, they're using your voice, voice. to produce what they're trying to say that makes sense i think also yeah there are just tricksters trying to freak right. you out or deceive of course you. yeah um, i think there's a difference when you have something like giving you information that sounds tricky yeah like suspect and there's a difference when they're just communicating with nothing nefarious no other thing and it just happens to be a voice you recognize or somebody that's there in the group like maybe they're just like they have to mimic maybe they don't have a idea I've often wondered this too with hauntings. It's just a parallel timeline of ours running right along with it. 
and you know this alternate version of you happens to be investigating that location oh shit you're doing multiverses right okay (laughs) okay literally you are hearing your voice right like (laughs) um an alternate timeline or alternate dimension or something yeah okay mcu we're getting into some (laughs) multiverse shit i Uh, like uh, yeah and and you're technically haunting yourself and then your other version of you is over there like i swear i just heard my voice (laughs) right and they're like god i hope i don't sound that dumb (laughs) in what universe Um, but that's what i love about you specifically and our friends uh our little um spooky group that we have uh ivy and hannah of ghoul's trip and pretty effing spooky amanda and you like we're always like, what do you guys think? Or what do you think about this? Like, we don't just settle for, uh, it's a demon, bro. Yeah. And like, um, there's, there's so no- much you don't understand. There's so much more than just like residual, intelligent, demon. There's right. so much we don't understand about this damn universe. And yeah, it's right. it's crazy. And I think it's so funny too. People will go into these abandoned buildings with you know a flashlight and a recorder and essentially talk to the air and they believe in that, but then when you do start throwing in like topics of multiverses and alternate dimensions and stuff, that's when they're like, oh, that's crazy talk. Right. Really? They're like, well, I just can't <laughs> like, handle- that's where you draw the line? <laughs> right. They're like, I just can't handle the fact that, like, I'm just barely grasping onto these straws. I can't <laughs> even with you right now. Don't, show that, don't bring that multiverse shit in here. <laughs> My brain can't handle right. it. Yeah, that's what it's like. Um, but like that we're we'll never know and i feel like even when we die we still won't know like uh, yeah i don't think so um there's so much to to think and explore so i think the questioning and like i've said it before i'm sure you've said it before anytime you find these people who say for sure i know why this happens they're full of shit like there's yeah. no way to know <laughs> we don't we suspect we can theorize why they manipulate why they might mimic us, manipulate electronics. They might use energy, they're energetic beings, but we don't really know because we can't measure it yet. Exactly. Um, and there may be a time that we can. And all of this stuff may not even be past loved ones. Like we could be communicating with another universe, a parallel dimension where we still have the same people. We just don't know, but it's still fun. And it's, it's fun to yeah. speculate with people and talk to people that further the research. So um, the fact that you've written for two volumes now, I, I wasn't sure if you were in volume two coming out uh, this summer, right? Or fall? Um, August, I think she said maybe. August, okay. We still need to up. get Amanda on. Yeah, we'll have her on this summer on Hex Files to, to plug stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as all that goes, like, you know, I think that's what, I mean, we wouldn't have the Estes method without people trying new stuff. Yeah. Um, and we wouldn't have like you can't just rely on the same same old things but you can't ignore them either mm-hmm. so that's why it's i'm excited to get like these Merging. you gotta merge the two worlds because yeah. honestly like i wouldn't had i not had a witchcraft practice and like a spiritual practice and delve you know went down that route i wouldn't have thought of like alternate dimensions and multiverses and all of right. these things but because i have that i can now kind of bring that over into the ghost hunting and the paranormal and yeah vice versa so well the other thing too is like um we've got the witchcraft aspect we've got the science nerd aspect we've got the technological aspect but then like i'm excited for our trip because then you have somebody like tamara who isn't practicing but who's very weird and open and has all these paranormal experiences like it's always fun to have different people experience different things Mm -hmm. because um you know we get hung up in like the paranormal like checklist like did the k2 go off yes did you get a spirit box like communication yes did you hear knocks yes like yeah a successful investigation i'm so i can't even tell you i don't think i've gone on an investigation where it's just like-minded people like practicing witches or people like tomorrow who are just super open to that kind of thing right i've always gone with people who are like much more super skeptical and grounded and like not spiritual or open at all so I'm so excited to see what an investigation is like right. with a bunch of yeah, and we're not like essentially like, right, and we're not picky, but like you know, it is there, it is going to be exciting to do it with just witchcraft because there's 
there's so much more. And I've been on ones with people who aren't practicing, who don't frown upon it, who don't question it. But yeah, it would be, it would be nice to be like, well, what did you, what did you get from this? And it's like, we all kind of know now because we're the witches. And I know Tamara is somebody who's like, I don't want to give what I do a name because that is putting me in a limit. And in my brain, I don't want to limit myself. I want to play in holes. I want to like talk to the Fae and do all this shit. So we're looking for Bigfoot and she's out here getting like push, falling down a hole, a tree stump root, you know, hole. Oh my gosh. And being like pulled out by some unseen force. And she was like, guys, she's got like dirt on her knees, like a kid or some shit. <laughs> and like me and my brother are like, oh my God, I think we hear tree knock. She was like, something just pushed me out of that hole. Otherwise I would have probably been underground buried <laughs> under this thing. I love it. Like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, it, we'll see if it's just us three perfect uh-huh. if yeah i'm so other people it's it'll still, be what it is if right you know if it is just us three then that's how it was meant to be and right i do like the idea that um we were coming up with like every year us group whoever can and can't doesn't matter but uh, try to find like a place so mm-hmm. this one's like your stomping ground mm-hmm. uh we'd love to get you guys down here to do the brown mountain lights and oh actually, my god i would love to like, do that and camp camp in the valley and like study them and not just be oh. like oh shit you know, and hang out with them and, get, and disappear. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you got Amanda, who's in the Pacific Northwest. Like, of course, oh my we, God, I want to go out that way maybe. so bad. That just, oh, yeah, a magical place. Like that um, whole area is right. Something else. <laughs> but you know, Indiana, it is. Um, we we'll start with Indiana. Um, <laughs> beautiful i mean right. the Brooklyn mountains too like that those are like ancient and yeah mysterious and then here we have eastern indiana yeah <laughs> the heart of the midwest <laughs> whatever ohio is actually pretty amazing yes like, as far as paranormal stuff and even cryptids and like weird ufo stuff ohio right. you got the is- grass man like we were trying to think yeah. where can we go where's the tallest grass we can go look for i'm so allergic <laughs> to grass though like i don't need to be looking for grass man out here no um, we don't but, need to not yeah me. it'll be fun um we'll definitely have to do more and then you guys will have to follow us to hear all all this fun shit but before we get into like a cool story for patreon i'll link all this shit down below but where can people find you um besides the feminine macabre volumes one and future volume two and mm-hmm. future book yes the witch's guide to ghost hunting um i'm most active on tiktok and instagram sharicewilliams.xo and then I try to upload somewhat regularly uh, to YouTube and it's Sharice Williams XO. So. And you still, are you doing readings? Yes, I do tarot readings um, and tarot and charm readings, which I'm obsessed with. I recently started incorporating charms with my tarot and it's so much fun. <laughs> like I just want to do charm readings for everything now. Um, I've never had one. So that would be, and I've never oh, done one. So. So fun. So fun. Um, but yeah. Okay, well, like I said, I'll link all that down and that's where people can find you. And then if you want to hang out and tell uh, your creepiest story that, you know, like people will hear. Um. Okay, I can't remember if I've shared this anywhere else or not. But thank you for sharing that story and thank you for coming on. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, I think we're about at time. So um, I'll let you go for this, but it was a lot of fun. I'm glad we could talk about it and share. Um, I mean, I've talked about paranormal on here a ton of times, but like, um, I don't think I've ever talked to, well, other than like, yeah, it's been a minute since I've talked to somebody who actually is a witch and does paranormal investigating and only focus on that for an episode. So that was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, I'm, we'll talk obviously, but, um, yeah, you'll hear, we'll have to have you back on when it comes to, um, whatever we get at, uh, um, Fuck, now I don't even know the names of them. I'm, ch- I'm trying to stay blind. Jail and Asylum. And speaking. Yes. Um, yeah, well, we'll have you on Hex Files because I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. And we'll be, we'll have YouTube videos and hopefully we'll have like the awesome, best evidence we evidence. ever got. Yeah, right. we're going to have like full apparitions and sitting down playing Yahtzee with them. And- right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.